With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 94.7 WDSD and WDSD.com. It is Nashville's next. I am Benny, joined in studio by Alloway, New Jersey's very own Scott Jones. Scott, how you doing, bud? Good. What's going on? I'm pretty excited to be here. We're excited to have you. Scott Jones, a uh, rising star out in Nashville doing your thing, getting started in country music. Let's add, let's let's get your story first because I always like to introduce people with that. Growing up in New Jersey, what guided you towards country music? Oh man, uh, just growing up around it, I guess. Uh, my dad and what he listened to on the radio, a lot of old folk folk guys, Guy Clark, John Hyatt, mm-hmm. stuff like that. Um, and then I got into a band, started playing around Salem County, and. It, went on from there and uh yeah no one was really playing country music there wasn't a lot of live Mm. music at all um so we started doing that and i guess that's kind of how i got into writing because i got burnt out on covers pretty quick we uh, were talking before you're you're not too crazy about playing cover me i mean you'll do it but what what is it about covers that doesn't does not have the scott jones seal of approval well you gotta spend uh some time a lot of time learning them, mm-hmm. and uh, if you want them to sound good, and uh, I guess I just, with limited time, I'd rather put it into writing and creating and practicing what, what I do, so uh, I guess it's mainly a time thing, and uh, plus you you play enough of them, and you get tired of them, and you got to learn more, so... Now, we were talking before, you've been writing and playing music pretty much since you were a toddler, since you were pretty young. Um, why music? Like, what what about music kind of had your attention at that very young age? Well, I'm not sure. Uh, my grandmother bought me an electric guitar when I was real young, okay. a, a BJ's electric Gra- guitar. Grandma Jones over there. Grandma yeah. Jones, yeah, she bought me my first guitar, and uh, I fiddled with it a little bit, and then a girl I had a crush on said she liked guys who played guitar, and that's when I... Decided oh. it was time to actually learn the thing, <laughs> um, but I was I was pretty young, and from there on, I don't know. I've always just loved music, so it's kind of meant to be. And I was always singing when I was a little kid. How'd so. that crush pan out, though? Oh, we're still good friends, but uh, <laughs> no, it didn't pan out on on my uh, the way I'd liked it to back then. But it did get you into a band, and you were talking about that before. Um, Do you guys play country music, or was it a little bit of everything? A little bit, a little bit of everything. I mean, we were doing classic rock covers and country. I mean, southern rock, country, uh, pretty much everything. And uh, I started slipping my originals in the set okay. one by one. And uh, at that point, you know, we had people following us and listening to us coming out to the shows. And um, I think they they liked the original music. And my writing kind of shaped around playing live i kind of seen what people reacted to mm-hmm. what they liked and after doing that for a couple of years i 
I got a better grasp on it. Do you have a favorite like style of writing, like or a favorite subject to write about? You know, like there's a lot yeah. of artists that write a lot about romance stuff. Yeah, my st- I seem to write about death a lot, uh, um, oh. and uh, I don't know why, uh, but pretty much story storytelling, I guess. Okay. Um, I have a song called Marsha Graves. It's about a woman dying, but it's kind of upbeat and happy. Interesting. Which is weird. Storytelling can be like a hard, a hard style to to master. Yeah, it, you have to like you have to figure out how to lyrically tell a story and then progress it throughout a song. Can be difficult. It can be difficult, but it can also uh, it it's got its pros and cons. Mm-hmm. It can also because once you get the idea of the story in mind, it's easier to uh, push where it's going to go yep. rather than writing a song just a love song. A lot of times, if you're writing a love song, you know it tends to be a love song. You yeah, know what I mean so. But with those a story, get, those can get repetitive after a while. Yeah. Yeah, with a story, you know, you got an endpoint. You know, you got to get to, and um, you kind of take it from there and just find the words that rhyme. There you go. He is Scott Jones joining us on Nashville's next. Now you went to Woodstown High. We'll give him a shout out. Woodstown and uh, you went to Rowan College. Stayed local to to your hometown. What was your major when you went to Rowan College? You have to kind of have that figured out. I was going for biology. Um, my dad is a chemist for DuPont. Okay. And um, my whole family's kind of real involved with science. And I was, uh, I did a semester for biology, and I was liking it. But um, I still, that was when the band was kicking, mm-hmm. and I was really digging into writing some tunes. And uh, I was dating a girl, and she was saying, "You need, you should be playing music more. Like, you gotta start saving up for Nashville. You gotta get to Nashville." I, her dad got me a job, so I just dropped out and uh, started out to started beating it. Yeah, I got out to Nashville, and um, and it's been up from there. There so. you go. Well, we'll get to Nashville in a second. So, so you had the band when you were in high school too, right? Yeah, it started. Uh, Probably around my senior year in high school, okay, and maybe a little before then. Um, and then after I graduated, we uh, we started getting around a little more, doing some Philly stuff, okay, and some Delaware stuff. And so, were, were you guys like the cool kids in, in, in school? Because you guys were like, you guys were playing music. Like I imagine you guys were pretty cool. I don't know about that. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure. Uh, I I waited a while to to really let people. Um, see that see see my tunes and hear them uh but uh i mean everyone was always awesome and real encouraging and um i'm a lot better now than i was then so they were listening to me when i was still figuring it all out there so. you go you're you got some day a one day so ones right there that's that. awesome uh so you're out in nashville now as you said um what what was moving out there like did you have any fears or was there any like nerves going all the way out to nashville to chase your dream not real. I've been looking forward to it for a long time. I I visited Nashville when I was 12 for the first time, and that's when I started saying I wanted to go down. Mm-hmm. I didn't know how serious I was, and through high school, I the more I started playing, uh, the more I wanted it. So mm-hmm. I was ready for it. It was, uh, you know, I knew nobody, so that was probably the toughest part about it, and. Um, I moved down in El Camino, so I oh. had an old '84 car that I was thumping around oh, that's in for awesome. a while, and uh, so it, it was neat and different. 
and uh, the whole first year, I just really took time just honing my craft, I guess, and watching what other people were doing, what type of steps they were taking to push themselves. And, uh, yeah, it's been amazing. So uh, going better than I thought it would. That's, <laughs> can't be mad about that. Well, sometimes if you enter with no expectations, it's <laughs> yeah, going yeah, where you just want. <laughs> go, just wing it. That's the best thing to do. There you go. Scott Jones joining us once again on Nashville's Next. Uh, Scott, the song we're going to play tonight, you, you're – very much a fan of, of your original music, and we're going to play a, a brand new song. We're going to play Hole in the Wall, uh, the acoustic version of it. Tell us about Hole in the Wall. What's what's the story of the song? What was making it like? Yeah, so uh, it was the first song I wrote in Nashville, mm-hmm. um, and uh, I started going to a writer's night. I had no, didn't know anybody, and I was pretty much just trying to play every writer's night I could find, um, and I uh, stumbled upon this bar in hendersonville tennessee north of nashville Mm -hmm. and um a guy named hawkshaw hawkins runs the writer's night his name's hawkshaw hawkins Hawkins. yeah and his dad was hawkshaw hawkins too oh was a big country star and his mom was gene shepherd who um she was like one of the oldest grand old opry members and um, i I remember gene shepherd yeah so he's he's uh running a writer's night out there and I kind of walk in and get tangled up with all them guys, and they they were real supportive of me, and, you know, I was brand new, and they kind of took me under their wing, and it's a crazy bar. It's a, it's a cool little dive bar, and I kind of wrote the song for them. Um, Dickie's Hickory Pit is the, the name of the bar in Hendersonville. Wow. And uh, so the song's about that. It's a honky-tonk breakup song type thing. So, uh Yeah. Probably, probably my most country song I've got. Okay. So. That's awesome. Hole in the Wall. Well, we're excited to hear that one. You'll hear it here on 94.7 WDSD. All right. We play these games, Scott, and I think you're perfect for this one. It's called The Reactor. All right? Okay. I'm going to read you a headline, yeah. and you're going to give me your instant reaction to it. Okay? Sounds good. All right. Sounds good. Awesome. So, you, you mentioned some some legends of the music industry. Are you familiar with Kiss? I'm familiar with Kiss. You're familiar with Kiss, all right? Little Gene Simmons action. Little Gene Simmons, yeah. Okay. Can't do the tongue like him, but... (laughs) I would would hope you you (laughs) cannot do that. Um, There apparently is a a little baby cow, like a calf in Texas, that's going viral because it has spots on its face that look like Gene Simmons with makeup on. Simmons. Oh, man. They're calling it the Kiss Cow. The Kiss Cow. So, uh, I don't know. I don't even know what to say about that (laughs) one. That's... uh, how old is it? Is it a? It's like a. It's like a one year old, it's like a baby cat. So it came out, and the first thing they thought was Gene Simmons. Gene yep. Simmons. I don't know, man. That's pretty, uh, pretty crazy. They might have to, um, you know, breed this thing around, get the gene <laughs> pool going, and see what they can pull get out the of it. Gene, I like that one. Yeah. The gene pool. <laughs> get an entire kiss cow <laughs> gang. Yeah. Uh, how about this? You love these Florida man stories, right? All these. Oh. Every time one comes out, I'm trying to figure out what's going on over there. <laughs> Florida's just such a magical place. It's a great state. Well, along with being very bizarre, apparently it's also kind of dangerous. Uh, a Florida woman was almost hit by a plane's fuel cap over the weekend. The cap just fell from the sky while she was sitting out on the patio with her friend, and uh, she heard a loud bang. Uh, the, inst- the instance is being uh, investigated by the FFA, but... Yeah. By the FFA. Or the F the FAA, yeah. Oh, it's FAA. The Federal uh, Air Administration or whatever it is. Okay. Yeah. 
Mm. Imagine just being in Florida and just a fuel cap just falls. It just falls right down. And those things are it. metal. Like, those yeah. things will put it down Well, okay, listen to this. I, I flew into Nashville one time, mm-hmm. and it was real late. I was driving home. I was, like, half asleep. And I live a little north out of town, middle of nowhere. And um, I just see uh, a rock the size of a car flaming fall from the sky, a straight-up meteor. So I see this meteor come down, and i never seen a meteor before, so it threw me off. And uh, I, I get into my, tr- uh, my place. I'm laying down and trying to fall asleep, but I can't because I'm thinking about this meteor. And uh, then an earthquake happens. And right after the earthquake, all you can hear is coyotes just what? start howling. It was the craziest thing I've ever seen. And uh, What's going on I, in I Nashville? I was thinking it was the end of the world, honestly. <laughs> I was sitting there like, and I was so tired at that point. I was like, if this is how I go out, you know what I mean? Wait, so you saw a meteor? Yeah, yeah. It was a, And I looked it up. Nobody else had seen it. I may, I, Maybe I'm going crazy. I tell everybody they think I'm going so crazy. So you were driving, you looked up, and you just saw like a flaming rock fly it, through the sky. It, was, it had to have been a meteor, yeah. Wow. It was, it was insane. And it, it fell real slow, so that was pretty bizarre. And it was fire, too. I mean, that, that's what... It, wasn't, that's it didn't look like yeah. a shooting star or anything. It was, yeah, like big flame ball. Wow. Yeah. A fireball. Yeah, so... Interesting. I, mean, I, w- I, wonder where, I wonder where it came from. Well, it definitely came from the space, but like, I wonder yeah. where it landed. Like, no one... That's the thing. And then my dad's telling me parts of them, you can, certain meteors are worth some money. So I was going to try sneaking back in the woods and. Uh, trying to find it? Trying to find I've also heard that whale uh, throw up, whale vomit <laughs> is worth some money. And. Uh, <laughs> Who's buying whale vomit? I Dude, I think they put it in perfume. I'm, dude, <laughs> man, I'm not kidding, man. I, I heard this. Maybe it's uh, a wives' tale, but. Uh, yeah, whale vomit. I heard they pay some top dollar for that if you can get your hands on it. Who's putting... All right, there's so many questions. Who's putting whale vomit in perfume? I don't do, know. Do you, ever they, wonder, there's, there's, do you ever wonder, like, who thought to pick something up and go, oh, wow, we could, like, use this as we for could, scent? Well, I've always wondered where scents come from. You know what I mean? How do, how do these guys pull a, pull a scent off? You know what I mean? Whoa. Listen, I didn't know we were getting this deep. I'm not prepared it's for this. getting deep. I'm, I'm not. I'm I not didn't know. For this you're, you're bringing up these reaction <laughs> questions, and I'm just trying to take them somewhere. All right. How about this? How about this? Uh, a truck in Germany crashed over the weekend, spilling ten thousand bottles of beer, valued Man. at thirteen thousand three hundred dollars worth of beer. Thirteen thousand dollars and about three dollars. Three dollars a beer, right there. Yeah. That's that's pretty nuts because I just wonder, uh, you know, what happens? They just take that loss. The, the yeah, like, are you willing just to take that L and move on? And like some of those bottles, like maybe like they're half broken. Like, are you gonna finish that? Yeah. And where was the beer going? True. Are, are the places gonna get their beer in time? True. You know what I, I mean? I'm more thinking like, hey, if the if the puddle's been only on the ground for a couple of minutes, that's not that gross. Yeah. Well, sometimes I feel like I've woken up in a crash of beer oh just beer everywhere and <laughs> now nah, <I'm, laughs> sometimes scott, it feels scott, like that i ever drink ten thousand beers in a <laughs> night i don't think scott jones will be around much longer. i woke up earlier today i took a nap and i had a bunch of kit kats and it felt about it felt like i had a hangover i came out in one of them sugar comas didn't know where i was at and Oof. yeah those can be tough i've had a lot of free time this week and i've spent it 
indulging myself in <laughs> candy and sometimes you have to, sometimes you just have to like pig out for a little bit. You do. You sometimes do. you just do. All right, how about this Burger King? They've introduced something called the Impossible Whopper. All right, okay. which is a Whopper that's not made of meat. Okay. Yep, it's a meatless Whopper. However, they they're under fire by PETA. Because reports are showing they actually cook the Impossible Whopper on the same grill they cook all the other Whoppers on. So it's it's like a vegan, uh, is that what it is? Like yeah. a vegan alternative? Like a vegetarian alternative, but they're literally cooking it on meat. Yeah, I guess that defeats the purpose. Exactly. I mean, I guess that's how they're getting their flavor, right? They're cooking it on the meat. <laughs> but I just had some vegan- Not meat-flavored meat. Some vegan chicken at a bar in Nashville the other day, and- um, I, I give it to the vegans, man. That that stuff, it's not up my alley. <laughs> it's not, That's, yeah. I, c- I could never do that. Yeah, it's tough. It's, uh, I don't know how they do it. Oh, I guess they eat a lot of nuts and stuff. Yeah, they do eat they eat a lot of like fruits and vegetables yeah. and nuts. I Listen, I like ribs. I yeah. like steak. I just had a bunch of steaks over the weekend. Like, I can't. That ain't for yeah, me. Yeah, and that stuff's expensive, I'm pretty sure, too, but... Oh yeah, like the the non-meat yeah. stuff. Oh yeah, they don't because that they don't. I mean, to make that's like I don't even know how they make it. Like, that's, how do you make meat that doesn't I've have meat wondering. in it? I think they use a lot of tofu. I think stuff like that. I don't even know where they get tofu from. Is there like a tree that grows it? I think it's seaweed. Really? I don't know. I'm I'm saying a bunch of stuff is on whale, here, and people vomit? are going to Google Google the answers, and I'm going to be is, totally is wrong. Is tofu just whale vomit? It might be point? whale vomit. It might be seafood or uh, seaweed. Might be falling from space. Might be falling <laughs> from space. That that might be where they're getting it. They were shipping in another load that night I was coming home. <laughs> Could be it. Uh, all right, our final story. The Philadelphia Phillies have filed a lawsuit to prevent the fanatic from being a free agent. So apparently, the Philly fanatic was not oh, created by the Phillies. It was created by a company that uh, sold his rights to the Phillies. The Now the company that owns the fanatic is threatening to to like sell his rights to any team. Oh, and he wouldn't be the Philly fanatic anymore. So what do they want in order for millions, like millions, millions of dollars? Yep. Oh man. And you're, now you're an Eagles and a Phillies fan. Well, yeah, I think the fanatic can't go anywhere else. No. I mean, like it just wouldn't make. Imagine like the, be the, same. the Met fanatic, like what? The New York yeah. Met fanatic? That'd be weird. <sighs> yeah, I mean, I, I don't see how they could pull him like that. That's kind of a weak threat. But um, but I don't know. I mean. And gritty, I think gritty is the most genius thing. That's oh, gritty's ever, incredible. Ever came, but uh, yeah, I don't know. That Philly needs to figure it out because that we need him. Oh, you yeah. We, after this season, we need we need the Philly fanatic bad. That is the reactor with Scott Jones uh, here on ninety four seven WDSD. All right, before we wrap up, let's let's look ahead. Let's look to what you might have on the burner. What uh, upcoming projects do you have? Any albums? Any shows? Yeah, yeah, we're uh, we're in the midst of uh, finishing an album. So okay. when that comes out, that's gonna be uh, it's gonna be great. I'm doing that with Pina Squilache. He's uh, my producer, and okay, he was originally running around with Music Mafia and. Gretchen Wilson and all those guys and he's also uh doing percussion on the album and just a lot of killer Nashville guys uh taking my songs and making them into something incredible that was really cool but uh so look forward to that I'll be uh posting all about that when when the time comes and uh 
I got a lot of gigs. Just keep up with me on social media. And uh, there you go. I was gonna. I was my next question. My last question is gonna be: Let's plug your social media. Where can folks find Scott Jones? Yeah. So uh, there's a lot of Scott Joneses. So uh, <laughs> you need to you need to look up my full name. It's Scott Levi Jones. You can find me on anything: Instagram, Facebook, Google me. What whatever it takes to support. I I really appreciate everybody who's who's been helping me and following the ride. There you so. go. The A1 Day 1's out there. You got to love All them. All of them. I love them. I love them. <laughs> well, there may be millions of Scott Jones. There is only one Scott Levi Jones, and he is on Nashville's next. Scott, thanks so much <laughs> for your time, my friend. Oh, thank you, Benny. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 